Hey, hey, everyone, this is Dan, the GM, bringing you episode 145 of What the Dice. Now, I've told you this 144 times before this, maybe more. Who's counting? Who cares? I'm still going to tell you because I want you to join our Discord. And now would be the best time. I am writing season two, and I am looking for names of not just runners, but shops and stores and you name it there's a big world i gotta create and i'm talking it's massive and i could use some help and i will always credit who gives me a name not only in our episode descriptions but on the discord i'll thank you profusely because name generators can only get you so far so if you want to help us out and you want to get not only a shout out but something of your weird and wacky creativity on our show, head on over to our Discord. You can find that and much more at whatthedice.weebly.com or find us on the Twitterverse at whatthedicepod. And I hope to see you in our Discord so that I can give you a big old welcome to our strange and nerdy section. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let you get on with this week's episode. Enjoy this episode of What the Dice. It's much later in the evening than we usually walk back to the town. In our bag rattles a few trinkets from the nearby temple that we have been working with. Scholars and clerics all hunt for some strange forgotten artifact. Anything that is not magical we are allowed to take and use or sell at our leisure. Apparently this temple is one of those temples that no one cares about anymore. We are more than willing to do the work, guard the people, the job is easy enough, but it is late. The shops are all closed for the night, and we set our bag down in our room before hastily making our way out to the ocean side, then up the old worn path to the campsite that we have been visiting for nearly two years now. We find a place and we sit. The storyteller is finishing up the last of his meal as he looks at us with a smile. Well, 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 me friends, it seems as if you are later than usual. The moon is much higher than it is when you normally arrive, and I'm glad to see you have still been able to make it. I hear there's many things going on in that temple. Ah, well, where were we, where were we? Ah, yes, the adventurers have finally made it to land. And with them getting to land, unfortunately, Norberger has made an appearance and taken Faye off to run a special mission for him, leaving Defibulous, Kalila, Hugin, and Yugin to deal with gathering 
the last bit of items. The last item, of course, is the Reaper's Scythe. Now they are at the Rat Kingdom, and they're closer to home. But they've been gone for quite a while. Let us see what troubles have happened while the adventurers were away. Sit back, me friend, and hear me tale. In the last episode, you guys made it to the Rat Kingdom, but not after a god decided to abscond one of the other team members. Making your way into the Rat Kingdom, you have found out that they have a penchant for being sarcastic and snarky with adventurers, because it seems that they have plenty that have come through. After walking into a tavern, you witness a small bar fight between a barbarian and a fighter, which ends with them laughing and moving on, finding out that they used to be travel partners. Talking to the tavern owner, you found out that this city is got a ruling class of council. You have someone named Everest and a lich that is somewhere around. All of that, plus Infected Forest and Infected Fae have been pushing in on the city. After taking a chance to have a nice big old meal and getting the key to your temporary rooms, you find out that sending a message to the Holy City and back is about five days. So as we come back, you guys have finished your amazingly huge meal, and it is, shall we call it, dusk. The sun is slowly setting down over by the wall side, and you can hear every now and then the sounds of arrows flopping into something and little screams as they disappear back into the forest. The city itself is a bustle. Uh, people are still walking around, chatting, merchantiling is still going about, but it is all Ratkin. There is, you are the only not Ratkin in the city. Oh, so we're the only currently uh, visiting adventurers? Well, yes, all the trade routes have been shut down. Okay, then. Didn't know that all the trade routes were shut down. Uh, they did tell you that all the trade routes were shut down last episode. Oh, okay, I must have missed it. Mm -hmm. Well, after stuffing her cat belly full, she'll look at Defibulous going, We gonna go out for an evening walk or go to bed early? Defibulous kind of rubbing his stomach. Ugh, that was amazing. We'll have to leave a nice tip for the barkeep, considering they uh, gave us a free meal. Yeah, that was pretty nice of them. And it's nice to finally eat something that's not rations. She takes another last bite. True. For good measure. For some weird food that they gave us back on the Miranda? There was some weird food, yes. Although they had some nice fish. I'm gonna miss Emma. Never know. Maybe they'll come up and find a way to the surface someday. Agreed. So who's this Everest guy? Uh, someone we're supposed to talk to? Is he a part of the council, or is that separate? That is a good question. I don't know. All right. And correct me if I'm wrong, Defibulous, 
Isn't one of your rifle pieces here? He'll open up his book, looking at the page. Eh, what page did I write that on? I should really stop skipping pages occasionally. Uh, yes! Yes, a piece of it is here. I wonder who we're going to have to talk to to find it. Shopkeeps? I can't imagine. Maybe it's in the forest? Uh, we can always ask the council about it, since we're supposed to talk to them at some point. Hmm. Well, what to do for the night? Defibulous is going to look through his book. It's the loading mechanism. So it's going to be a small piece. Great. Why is it always the hard pieces that get lost in the open? Um, because we need more challenges in our lives. Kalila's just going to shoot him this look of, don't you dare jinx us. What? I don't think we need any more challenges. We literally just hurled from space. That was really fun. We should do that again. No, I, no, all you, all you. I'll stay on the ground and watch. Oh, come on. It was a great view and it was fun and we survived. I really don't want to agree with you. <laughs> yeah, but you want, you, you say you don't want to, but I'm sure you do. I'm not going to, no. Mm -mm. Don't matter. care to be a giant hurling ball of fire towards the, pl the, 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 the ground. No, no, no. Yeah, and did you get burned? No. Did we survive? Yes. Win-win in our situation. <sighs> So we have to find your gun piece and talk to some people. Yep. Do we need to visit Mexi? Mm. I know I'm getting low on some of the arrows. It's always a good idea to visit Mexi. I think if we don't visit him, he's going to get angry. Lila's going to kind of make that sideways motion and look at a window or two and be like, where are we going to plant it in this city? We can't really go outside the walls. There's a bunch of dark fey. I mean, we could. We just might have to fight to get to the tree. Um, we can always see if the town has a par indoor park. Don't think that they'll mind a randomly new tree appearing overnight. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, our neighbors back in the Holy City don't ever seem to notice a giant tree sprouting up at night and then disappearing by day. You know, they've never complained, and this town seems to be a little bit more adjusted to such things, so... I wonder if there's a backyard to this bar. I would check. I don't know if the bartender might... He might object. Alright, you want to go looking for a park? Mm. Late night stroll on a full belly? Yeah, might as well walk some of this off. I want to put up too much weight. <laughs> I don't know. It might make you help go grow stronger. Hey, what's that supposed to mean? Just chuckle. As you guys walk out of the bar and start your stroll, the one thing that you notice is that this this kingdom is very warm and humid. It's not unpleasant. It's just a shock compared to where you have been between skyline mountain and water this has been the warmest you have been since the fight with Argaroth the Rogaroth 
Moving around the city is easy enough. Pathways are big enough for two carriages plus people to walk around without any issues. There are vendors selling fruits and vegetables. Some are selling daggers and shields. Others are just living their everyday life, sweeping out the dust from their homes into the street. And you come across a small circular park in the middle of town. It is well lit and there are benches about. You don't see any massive trees or anything like that. It's mostly shrubberies and a fruit tree or two. Citrus by the looks of it. You look around and guards are just nodding as they pass by. No one seems to be going out of their way to avoid you. Just giving you that normal you're back in the town feel. Not as busy as the Holy City and not as small as Kalila's village, but comfortable. As they come up on the uh, park, Kalila's going to go, why does it always have to be in the center of town? Because it's a it's a pleasing thing to see in the middle of a bustling commerce area? I guess I just grew up literally in a forest, so... Well, yeah, you kind of did, didn't you? <laughs> I, did. I can't argue that, because I, you know, didn't hang out with you then. Well, when this is all over, I'll take you home and have you visit my village. They're not going to like me because of my gun, are they? No, they'll accept you just fine. As long as, as, long as I don't shoot it. In the middle of town for no reason. When have I ever discharged my gun without a reason? I never said you did. I'm just merely stating as long as you don't do that, you'll be fine. Besides, I can always come up with a good reason to shoot it. Yes, that, or you can do the whole thing of you teach me how to use one with some earplugs, and I'll teach you how to use a bow. Mm, that might be fair. Then again, if I if I get that, Lily gave me that schematic for a silencer. If I can fix that and figure out how to make one, it'd make the gun quieter. I do remember you saying something about that, and I am all about making sure to find... How do we find those parts? Well, we probably have to wait for the vendors to open tomorrow morning, because I think they probably have shop shoplifting laws and breaking and entering laws here. Or there's uh, that Lester guy's place, runs a junk shop, I think it was. All right, we'll add it to the list of things to do tomorrow. Now about this tree, do we just plant it in the middle of the town, or do we look for a more inconspicuous place? Well, do you want me to go ask a guard if they care if we plant it? It would be the polite thing to do, and for some reason I just feel like that's what Clyde would want us to do. Defibulous will find a guard patrolling the park. In honor of Clyde! As you walk over, you find a couple of guards that are sitting and chit-chatting. Uh, you can't tell if they're on duty or off, but they are definitely wearing guard armor with their weapons on their hip. As one as you approach. The one that seems to have the most shiny bits of metal on his collar gives you a look and waits for you to say something. Evening, officer. Or guardsman. Which is it? I don't know. Guardsman, fine. How can I help you? Oh, okay. Uh, excellent, Mr. Guardsman. Um, do you guys mind if we plant a magic tree in the middle of the park for us to use? He looks over at the park, looks over at you. will be gone by morning. And what does this magic tree do? 
Well, it has a guy in it that we buy stuff from, and he sells it to us, and then disappears by sunrise. Does it leave any scarring in the the grass? Mm, nope, haven't noticed any scarring before. Hmm. Well, as long as it's gone by morning, I won't charge you for littering. And as long as it doesn't damage the yard, that'll be fine. Excellent, thank you. Mm-hmm. They return to their conversation. See, I think Clyde would be happy that we actually went and talked to someone before doing something for once. Let's not make a habit of this, though. Yeah, no, we won't tell anybody this ever happened. But in honor of Clyde, as she goes over and plants a scene with the Fibulus. The all-knowing voice in the sky will remember. Quiet, you. That voice really just chimes in randomly. It really does. Wait, you hear it too? Yeah, I heard it that time. Okay, so I'm not crazy. Yes, you are. Hush. No one asked your opinion. Oh, good. Well, now that I'm, I have been proven that I am not completely crazy. Yes, you are. I am so going to find a way to get him. <laughs> what if you like? I wonder if there's a way to locate him, and then you can intimidate it like you did the sun. Hmm. That's a valid question. Anyway, what were you doing again? Planting a tree? Planting a tree and waiting for a maxi shop to pop up. Alright, you're the nature person. You find a good spot. Lila will find a relatively decent spot. Plant a nut seed and wait. Are you guys going to sit in this garden and wait until midnight? Or do you want to continue about? What time is it? Just about dusk. Just after dinner. So six-ish, seven-ish? Yeah, about that. It's depending. If that's winter, that could be five. Or if it's summer, that could be nine. You honestly haven't been able to keep track of the weather between being in Godspell and being under the sea and being chopped out of the sky. and. We could go take a nap for a few hours and come back. Mm, well, should we ask the guards what time it is? Time is kind of a, like, sundial kind of thing. You can just look up and tell what, about what time it is. Usually it's like you have morning, noon, and dusk is pretty much what you run off of. Okay. Well, we can either sit here and enjoy some nice peace and quiet for once in the open skies and not being under thousands and thousands and thousands of feet of water. Or we could go take a nap. I mean, the water wasn't really all that bad now, was it? Well... Because we didn't break any of the glass and drowned, no. And I didn't blow a single thing up, aren't you pleased? Hey, I'm the one who supports the explosives. I'm actually a little disappointed we didn't get to blow anything up. Well, everyone kept saying that we'd, just, we'd all flood the Miranda, and then we'd all drown, and it's all cold water, and so on. Those things are true, though. I didn't see no proof. <laughs> but... Um, we can either sit here and enjoy the weather or nap. I don't care. I'm good. Actually, let's sit here and enjoy the enjoy it for one since we're not being like attacked, impending doom, more impending doom, or being attacked. Sounds good. We're gonna sit on the bench and enjoy some nice weather. At the sounds of corrupted Faye dying in the background. As you all sit in this nice well-maintained garden 
you see a, a rat walking around, lighting torches and lighting lanterns to give the night this warm light. You see children running about playing, and you see some that are wearing very small leather armor and some that are carrying different forms of weapons that are sparring against each other in some form of game. You see old rat parents calling for children in the rattling language, telling them, you know, to come inside clearly just based on time of day and, you know, parents. As the city falls asleep, a different type of busyness comes across the town. You see rattlings in cloaks and cloth armor, and they are going about sweeping and cleaning up, giving the city this permanence of clean. A few of them walk by and give you a a simple nod. In the sky above, you see the moonlit night is casting shadows across the clouds that pass over, and you can see the infinite of stars in the giant sky ocean. Time slowly ticks by, and you get a chance to really breathe and relax as there's the slight rumble from behind you. A couple of the people who are cleaning look up, and for the first time, you actually get to watch the Mexich seed grow. You see what looks like three outreached vines move and twist and slowly creak together and move into the sky. And then those vines break and turn into branches that fill with this glowing leaves. After a few moments, you can hear the sounds of the wood twisting as the door slowly forms. This tree is like a giant pine that stretches up into the sky, its bark hewn with different colors, all bright and vibrant in the yellow flame light that is produced by the lanterns around. A few of the rattlings that are cleaning stop and kind of ooh and awe over the tree before returning to work. What would you like to do now? Well, I'm not going to lie. That was impressive to watch. Also, the other thing that's impressive to watch is these rat folk really just don't care. She's like looking around watching them like go, ooh, pretty, and then go right back to work. Like, they are just as unbothered as her. (laughs) And she's amused by that. I mean, it is nice to see that. Well, I wonder how common of an occurrence this is around here. I don't know how many people have randomly magically sprouted growing trees, but... If you guys would like, you can roll an intelligence check or a... Oh, crap. Is there... Is there judge intentions? I don't remember. Sense motive. Sense Sense motive. You can use a a sense motive to see if you can kind of figure out what they're thinking based on their body language. Sure. Kalila's curious. Sense motive is an 18 for Kalila. 17. Mm -hmm. 
watching them, you can kind of guess that maybe this is the first magic tree that's grown, but it seems based on their expressions, magic to them is fairly mundane. Uh, it would be kind of like Kalila seeing a fisherman pull a big fish out or Defibulus seeing a new rifle come across uh, assembly line. It's that, ooh, that's really pretty and cool, and okay, I've seen it a thousand times, I'm moving on. Now I kind of understand why they don't, they're not like, oh my lord, there's a giant tree just sprouting out of nowhere. I guess one man's fish is another man's rock. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> one man's fish is another man's rock. Mm-hmm. When you go fishing, sometimes you get, or a boot, you know, a mundane item when you pull it out. Some people are going to be amazed by the fish. You get boots when you go fishing? If somebody's tossed it in the river and you accidentally hook it, yeah. Never hooked a boot. It doesn't happen very often, but the saying's still the same. Whether you pull a rock or a boot. Eh. Now, I have pulled a couple sprockets, a spring, and a toolbox out of the water before. Really? Yeah, sometimes someone... when. Back when we used to take the steamboat across the, the, the lake, sometimes you'd go fishing and sometimes someone would try a new ex- a new invention out and it would go right to the bottom with their stuff. Yeah, same kind of concept. A boot or you hook a rock that has just the right crook in it. So one man's fish is another man's rock. They haven't fished up any rocks either. So then you just need to go fishing more. With dynamite? No. The figures will motion to let's go to the tree before he comes up with a better idea. Don't go to the tree. There is the giant wooden door with the eye slit that you are used to seeing. But one of the things that you notice that's different is that any of the stonework and the woodwork that is here matches the the stonework and the, the door workings of the city around it. Oh, I wonder if he's upgrading his place now. I don't know. It kind of matches the surrounding city, so it could be that the chameleon-like ability? I don't know. She knocks on the door. As you knock, there's a, a long moment before the slit slowly opens, and you see those familiar eyes peering out at you. Where have you been? Underwater. Where haven't we been? Yeah, that too. Where haven't we been is probably more apt. I'm interested. I'm assuming you are here to shop. Yes, we don't owe you money. Or you well, don't owe us money. I would hope not. Hold on. You hear the, the sound of the door unlocking and it opens up. Inside, the shop has changed again. This is a little bit more reminiscent of a medieval shop. You see the bookshelves that were there are now set up a little cleaner. There's more organization. There's an actual is carpet on the floor now? Or something that is reminiscent of a rug. Well, Kalila will immediately notice the uh, carpet for sure and be like, been doing some upgrades. Well... As much as you've been spending, I needed to find a way to spend the money. And I figured out that if I throw enough gold into things, new things come out. Things that I wouldn't normally sell, like a rug and some new ways to 
display arrows, and I even got a new lock. The cash register is the same, but I kind of like that old-timey ching whenever you push it. You don't have the cha-chings yet, do you? Uh, some of the gnomes do. Wow, they are smart. It, yes, it releases that just that that joy of the uh, I've made money. So do enjoy what? making money, don't you, Maxie? Well, it is what makes the world go round, mm. and gives me something to do. I think I would have gone insane many a year ago if it wasn't for selling things. Hmm. Or I would end up being an adventurer, but I don't think I'd have very far to go. I wonder if I could make a dungeon in here. Hmm. Well. What brings you in today? Tonight? You usually summon me at night. Why do you summon me at night? Do I not look like someone who likes to work during the day? Because that's what happens. We planted the seed and you don't sprout until midnight. Really? We don't have anything to do with it. I've planted you in the morning, the afternoon, and in the evening, and you always sprout at midnight. That is very peculiar. I wonder why that is. I assumed it was on your end. Hmm. It also could be just lazy writing, but who knows? So come on in. Lila's going to make a very confused face of lazy writing. What? Don't ask me. The dice monsters are bouncing about, cleaning and organizing, and Mexi pulls a stool up and sits behind the counter and lets you guys go about doing your shopping. Yes, Kalila will be impressed with the nice new upgrades and instinctually look at the arrows first, since he has new display cases for arrows. The display cases for the arrows are different than when you were used to. Normally, they are just racks and racks of quivers that have been kind of set at an angle, so you kind of have to pull them out by the feathers to see them. Now he has them set up as bound-together bundles sitting in a glass case. You're able to look down and see the different types of arrows with ease and kind of get a, a judge of what they are. The armors are all set up in mannequins in different positions. Potions set up on bookshelves with nice clean labels underneath. The wands are underneath something similar to the arrows with they are cleanly laid out with beautiful ornate writing underneath. Nice changes. I thought so. Trip Trap kept chewing on things, and I got tired of it, so I decided to make displays a little better. And then Willie wrote everything up for a, a, an old dice. He has very, very nice handwriting. Wait, he can write? Well, can't you? Well, yeah, but I've never seen them write before, so... You've never asked to. Besides, Willie is older than you are. Trip Trap's kind of a pain in the foot. The twins are always causing trouble. Uh, let's see. Earl's the one that deals with the wands. He he likes to play with the magic. Every now and then he chews on them, which explains why every now and then I find just mana spit up everywhere. The only one I can't seem to find is Tova. He's supposed to be a big, chunky dice. Lots of sides. Haven't seen him around. You lost one of your dice monsters? I didn't lose. He just never showed up, or she. I'm not sure. Apparently, there's a collection of them, and if you collect them all, something amazing happens. I don't know. They just were here when I got here. Um, could it? Could your dice monster be buried under something? Well, I'm still cleaning out stock rooms, so maybe. We'll see one day. 
So, go on, do your shopping. Hey, Kalila, is there anything in, in particular we're looking for today? Well, I could definitely use some new armor. And maybe a new bow. As she looks at her, what has been now with her for quite some time, bow. What about you? Don't you need a new gun or something? Or you were looking for upgrades for your gun? Oh, I'm always looking up for upgrades. Well, while she was perusing the arrows, she will go and uh, investigate the spark bit arrows. Fibulous will go take a look at ver the various guns he has for sale. As you are perusing the spark bit arrows, you notice that they have this strange iridescence to them. As you look at the arrowhead, it looks like they're made by a bunch of tiny, shiny squares that jut out in all different directions. See, what's so special about these? He smiles and he goes, Well, I think it's more fun to show you than tell you. He reaches in and grabs a single arrow out. And slaps you with it in the shoulder. No harm happens, but all of a sudden there is a burst of shiny squares that encompass around you, which makes it very difficult to see. And then... Oh God, it's going to get all over her fur. Yep. You are now covered in these small, tiny, shiny squares. She's covered in glitter. Just say it's glitter. <laughs> yep, it, you are covered in glitter. I was just going to be shocked for a minute and go, you are not allowed to get mad at me for tracking this all over your store. He chuckles as he produces a strange little square box and turns it on. And there's that of a vacuum as he vacuums the glitter off of you. Oh, God. There's a scene of a... Oh, Defibulous has to be dying. Yeah, Defibulous is trying not to laugh out loud right now with what he saw. Does she hear you trying not to laugh? That is up to you if you can hear me or not. Roll a perception. Oh, God, we have new perception numbers. And Defibulous, if you are trying to hide this, uh, roll stealth. Or bluff. I have a 37. It's only a 32. Okay, so I totally hear you going... You would, yes. She'll hold up a finger to Mexi and go, one second, go over to Defibulous, going, come here, and try and shake off all of that glitter onto Defibulous. Careful, it could be flammable, and I'm known to carry a live flame around. Just, oh no, you're gonna get all this off of you too. Or on you too. Well, if you do that, though, I will have to up the game. Oh, she's already shaking the glitter off of her her her, her arms onto you since she's taller than you. Rude. Now you can sparkle with me. Mm, I'm pretty sure I don't need to sparkle. Oh, no. Mexi walks off with the strange box and sets it behind the counter and just shakes his head in amusement. 
Well, that being said, I need some new armor. She's going to go over and start perusing the new armor while uh, picking up a bundle of those arrows. Can you imagine this exploding in somebody's face? Actually, yes. Oh, Defibulous, what are you looking at? Well, Defibulous is taking a look at some of the gauntlets he has for sale, as, long as, some of the, as well as some of the uh, guns. Okay. Hey, Maxi. Yeah. What can you tell me about this little hand this hand cannon here? Mexi walks over and looks at the cannon, and it's a very dull-looking cannon. It's kind of a matte silver and nothing real fancy to it until he pulls out the revolver cylinder and pulls out a single bullet. You see the brass body, but the head is semi-translucent with all these shiny little squares in it. He's like, well, it's kind of like those arrows that uh, Kalila's purchasing, except these can be shot from range. Same kind of concept. It, it covers your target in all these shiny little squares, making it difficult to see. And How damaging is it? Well, I mean, damaging enough. I mean, what would you think it, if you were covered in glitter and you were supposed to be some mean, bad bandit and now you look like, well, a, a, a party clown? Can I test it on my, my companion shopping over there? <laughs> I heard that. Heard what? Mm-hmm. He looks at the fibulous looks at Kalila, looks at Defibulous, looks at Kalila, and hands you the revolver with a single shot. Oh, no. You get one shot, my friend. One shot. Kalila's hiding behind some armor. So roll to hit, and uh, let me pull up the stats for cover for Kalila. Well, it's a nat 20. Do you want the rest of the stats with it? <laughs> I'm sorry, Kalila. <laughs> That's fair. This bullet... <laughs> Flies through the air and makes a shot between the arm and the chest plate of the armor that you are hiding behind. Defibulous, go ahead and roll the damage. It's a 10 by 40 cone blast. That's going to get all over his shop. One point of damage. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't see as Kalila just gives out probably the, the, the sharp bit of a as she gets hit, jumps out from behind the armor that is immediately going, oh god, I can't see! And was waving her arms around in the air, trying to get the glitter out from her, around her, which is a 10 by 40 cone, so that's just going to be pointless. Mexi, you have a deal. He nods and he goes, that will be 8,000 go eight gold. I was gonna say, damn, 8 gold? That's a hell of a deal. <laughs> no ammo is included. By the ammo separate. I mean, that's fair. You did give me a, you did give me a life. Demonstrate. Let me de demonstrate it. You should like set that up for like people who want to come in and try your stuff, and like have a room set up so they can go do that too. Maybe a range would be fun. I might do that. Gives you something to do later when we're not here. You can just go in there, and test it, test it all yourself. And that be in all of your armor. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that? I couldn't hear you over that choking sound. So shiny. 
Although I'm not black anymore. As she looks down, covered completely in glitter. After about 12 to 18 seconds, the, the glitter, the glitter, the glitter cloud disperses and you are able to see again. She goes, yep, super effective, both an arrow and I think your gun is, cannon is more effective. That being said, she'll look over to her, the armor she was uh, eyeballing. Which is miraculously clean and not covered in glitter. You'd be quite happy about that. She goes, I'll take the crab armor. Well, it's more like bug armor, but okay. A crab, bug, carapace. Yes. Anything special about it? Well, it has, uh... Aside from it's resistant to glitter. Well, that and fire, and it has a little bit of a DR to it. Does less, little less damage. Well, that would be nice. It also makes it a little easier for you to hide in natural environments. So, it it's... Do you know what a chameleon is? Yes, yes, I do. Think of it as, like, a chameleon armor. Except denser. So like bug armor. Whenever you're walking around in areas like the forest, the plains, and natural environments, not dungeons. Well, if it's a naturally forming dungeon like a cave, then it would work. But if it is not, if it's raw, unspoiled nature, it will give you a little bonus to your hiding ability. Fire doesn't seem to pierce it as easily, and... It, it's nice and hard. It takes less damage when hit. I'll nod. Put it on the counter next to her air, glitter arrows. Hey, Kalila. Hmm. We want to stop this game now, or do we want to continue it? No, no, you won. Why? You gonna shoot me again? No, but that gave me more ideas for other things to do. Like what? I'm not way to make a giant bomb of this stuff. Okay, I'm listening. Think about it. If we can, like, find out how to disperse it in a much bigger, blastier style, think of all the people we could glitterize and blind with it. You're a very sick and twisted little man. You know that, right? <laughs> what, have you seen the people we fight with on a daily on a daily basis anymore? No, I have better things to do than listen to a tale of two adventurers. Yeah, we love is... you too, Maxie. Oh, you know you're interested because we come in here and shop all the time. Though a comic of them would be fun. Then I could put it down and pick it up whenever I wanted. Well, he's the sketch artist. Describe this comic thing to me. Paper with pictures. Take out his book. You mean like these? Similar. Oh, I did find something a little interesting for you, uh, Kalila. Hmm. He walks over to the armoring armor section and pulls out several plates of metal that are seemingly stuck to each other. He goes, your little rat friend seems like he has a little bit fleshed exposed. These might be up your alley. Look at him confused and look at a rat and go, how do they work? Well, you set them down, and or you take them all apart, you set them down, and they will attract themselves to where they need to be. Do you know magnets? Magnets. Yes, yes they are magnetic. 
Huh. It'll also make him look a little bit more... Mechy. Mechanically. Defibulous will love that. There's nothing wrong with that statement. Do you have anything else for Mugen? I've named him Mugen. Do you have anything else for Mugen? Well, do you have problems taking damage and not having any healers about? Because it seems you are sans a cleric. I see you buy lots of potions. Ah, uh, well, you know me well, Maxie. He pulls out this strange piece of equipment. It looks like it's long and thin, and it looks like it goes inside of something. It has a bunch of little wires that stick out, and he goes, I just found this, uh, something from Lotus R&D. It says it makes you feel better one dart at a time, as far as I can tell. They look like they are healing darts that these strange little uh, rats can use. Hmm. So the same kind of concept as a healing arrow? Yes, but smaller and much sharper. Show them to Mugen. He nods and shitters a bit. All right, we'll take those two. So, you've told me you've uh, been everywhere. So what has happened since the last time we spoke? I see you are missing one companion. Did they die? Oh, they didn't die. They... Well, well do you believe in gods, Maxie? I mean, I am a goblin, so technically I'm supposed to have a god. Though I am extra planar. And I see many things. Because I well, don't live on just your plane. Did you know the plane of fire is really hot this time of year? Does it actually ever get cold? No. Not really. But as do I believe in gods, yes. Have I met any gods? That is also a yes. Oh, well, good. Then you'll understand that Faye, our last companion, uh, was relocated via her god. Wow. Those gods are a pain in the butt. Let's see. Yeah. You had Clyde, and he was taken away by... Nicodemus. Who is... The rat scholar at the Holy, holy City. Uh, why did he take him? Fighting the undead. Yeah, yeah. Fighting the undead, something about needing him to command armies or something. Okay, so you were he was taken by a mortal to deal with immortals. And then you had a, the other companion who was given to you by Nicodemus and was taken mm -hmm. by her god. Yep. Are you sure it's because you two haven't bathed? I wash all the time, thank you. And we were underwater for a good, what was it, they said a month maybe? Yes, how much time, by the way? Well, you might not have the same level of time. How much time has it been for you? Um, you were surprised to see us. Well, Did it's... you think we had died? Well, no, I just thought you weren't needing equipment, which is weird, because you like to shoot arrows, he likes to shoot guns, and both of those have limited quantities, and I know you two, no offense to you, do not have the intelligence or the resources to make the equipment that I sell. So, I was not sure what happened. As per time, time flows just slightly differently here. You know, Maxie, that's a brilliant idea. What, the time flows differently? Oh, you... you know how hard it is to plan to make a pie? Put it in the oven for an hour. I turn around and it's raw food again because it's 
time has flowed backwards in my oven. Then I'm like, oh, I'll have a salad. I take my salad out of the storage, put it down on the plate. I go over there, I come back, and my salad is rotten because it has been months. It is very difficult to get a good meal prepped if you don't watch it. Have you ever thought about moving your ki plate, your kitchen to a different part of the tree where the time flows a little differently? Yes, but moving rooms is different than moving things. Uh, I'll take your word for that. No, but I was saying... Kalila just looked confused. That you said we don't have the means to make it on our own. I wonder if the... Can you get a hold of like a... I don't know, something that lets me like take my loaded, reloading bench that I have at home and like a smaller version that I can take with me anywhere and make stuff as I go? Yes, it seems pretty hard for us to go back to the same location more than like once. Once every couple years, I think. Well, no, uh, we went back to the Holy City a few times. So once every couple of months, but now apparently it's going to be harder. I can see what I can do, but I can't promise anything. A portable loading bench. Or Maybe. A portable workbench, crafting bench. Well, in order for it to be a portable crafting bench, I would need you to get some logs and turn them into planks, and then you can assemble that. But it's very limited, because then you might need an, a pickaxe to break it and then carry it with you. And then it eats up a slot, and then it's uncomfortable, and then you always lose it. What? Yes. <laughs> I will work on it. All right, I'm going to go look at these gauntlets over here. I'll be back. Mm, I'm going to look at the bows. All right, so who wants to ask what, or who wants to purchase what? Hey, Maxie. Uh, tell me about these gauntlets of uh, of the Titan. What's that translate to? Hmm. Well, there are gauntlets that happen to fall upon the mortal lands for a short time. Do you do you know of Greece? No, no, not time frame yet. Well, the, you see, there were these things called Titans, and they wanted to fight the gods and. Humans were stuck in the middle, and one titan took a fall, and his gauntlets fell to the ground, and the human took it. It makes you stronger and makes you harder to hit. Or makes you more durable to hit. Mm, really? Yes. Mm, I'll take them. That sounds like a good thing. Okay. Put it in the pile. We'll put those on the pile. Collect going to pick up the bow of the siege breaker. She goes, this one looks new and interesting. Well, let's see. He looks at it for a moment. He goes, ah, yes. So, long ago in the future, or was it in the past? Well, it doesn't matter. Once there was a dragon who'd got killed, and the bones were carefully crafted and hewn and turned into this beautiful bow. It saved many a people and then just disappeared from existence. I found it in my shop recently. Shop? The black hole of the, the of, of, of things, Maxie. It just everything tunnels here. Yes. It's kind of like how you always lose the one sock. I have tons of socks in the back. I don't know why, but apparently every sock that goes missing ends up here. Kalila's going to just kind of blink at him and then look down at her feet and say nothing. She never wears socks. So you're saying if I'm missing socks, I should come here? If you are missing socks, probably. There's a whole room dedicated to socks and how to tear them apart. I usually just let the dice monsters chew on them and give them holes. 
Should get a firing range. I would love to test shoot this. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. She'll nod. She'll nod. So is there anything else you guys would like to purchase from Mexi? I got new armor, a new bow, and some new arrows. Kalila is happy. Oh, always extra healing potions. <laughs> Kalila's going to restock and pick up five extra healing potions. Okay. Hey, Maxi. Mm-hmm. What's this Morkin triage kit? And why does it look like a weapon instead of a medical thingy? Well, have you ever... Well, neither of you are trained soldiers, correct? Correct. Mm, not officially, no. So... We've been Clyde. So, this... This was a special item, so... There's this group called the Morkin, and they had medics that dealt in the field. But everyone always knew you take out the medic, that way people don't get healed. It's kind of like in a dealing with adventurers. If you're the enemy, you take out the cleric, because then no healing. No healing means easier death. And then you could just be like, oh, knock them down, and then all right, no more problems. Well, this was the Morkin's solution. It is a weapon case. You can hit things with it and it is nice and solid. Inside there's equipment to help deal with broken bones, diseases, poisons, and heal. I mean, that is kind of smart, you know, make it to where you can bash people with it? Yes. It also is really nice when the uh, person you're trying to heal won't stop squirming and you need them to lay down. One good swift hit to the head knocks them out nice and easy. Huh. I'll take it. All right, then. What did I do? You won't resist healing, will you? No. Well, what happens if you run across someone who you need to help heal and they're just being belligerent and... No, I don't want your help. Blah, 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 blah. Then the Fabians can be sneaking up behind and just be like, I heal you. Thwack. What he said in a perfect way. Don't use it on me. Well, no one said I had to club you with it, did they? No, I think you're just continuing the glitter fight, but now it's more violent. I, um, no. I just figured it's useful. And then if I'm trying to heal you, I can club someone trying to attack you. Or me. That too. Or club someone who's being, who's just not letting me heal them. How often do I get to club people? Fair. That's fair. Just Maxi. Mm -hmm. Yes. You have a lot of new potions. Yes. What are these mana potions? Um, well, so it's kind of like coffee for magic users. You've been... Say no more. Okay, then. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Continue. So the idea is mana and you, what magic is used from. You throw and you throw and you throw, and then it's just like, oh, no, I'm exhausted. These you can drink and rejuvenate those points. Mostly designed for mages, but anyone who uses magic could always use them. I even made them sweet tasting. There's mint, extra mint, elderberry with mint, banana with mint, banana with strawberries. But honestly, they all kind of taste the same after a while. Two of each. Have at it. And I believe Kalila is also going to pick up... Three 
of the Goiblers, Gooblers Healing Brew. And with that, I know I'm done. I think I am done with the Fibulous as well. All right. Well, Kalila will head over to her um, pile on the counter, which consists of her new armor, her new bow, her uh, arrows, and a bunch of new potions. Mm-hmm. Give it a once over. I know Defibulous had his pile. All right, Kalila's bill is 14,600. Okay. She will pay that out of the group loot. Mm-hmm. If my mathematics is correct, it's 19,800. So as you guys finish up and pay and make your way out of Mexi's shop, you step out into the warm air. And you notice a, a difference in Mexi's shop to here. In Mexi's shop, it's cool and comfortable. Out here, it's a little bit more warm and muggy. But the night air has a, a breeze to it. And as you guys make your way back to your rooms for the rest of the night, we will end this episode here. Well, 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 my friends. It seems as if the adventurers are nice and safe in the rat kingdom. The walls provide a level of protection against the strange darkness and the corrupted fae that constantly try to inch their way closer. Seems as if the people here are hiding something, though. But that's not the problem. Right now, the problem is the adventurer's pockets are much lighter than it was when they first arrived, thanks to a strange goblin in a strange tree that they planted. Well, their bellies are full, and it is a chance for them to get some well-deserved rest. I wonder what adventures, what strangeness they find here. They still have to get back to the holy city and they still have to acquire one final artifact. That means our story isn't quite done. But for now, we must say farewell. For the moon is high, and it is time for us to say farewell. As always, my friends, may the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 